0: Hi we Judah Judy here with Massecha, Perik, Mishnabet. Mish Sidke areva. So let's say you have a kneading trough or a bowl. and these sorts of things they could be made from, let's say, clay, and they get cracks. So one of the things one could put into a crack is uh, have some dough in there, either put it in there to seal the crack or it just slipped into the crack because, well, there's a crack and some dough got into it. if the amount the quantity of dough that has gotten into the crack, is a uh, is enough that it's a kazai it's an olives worth in one place meaning not a little bit here a little bit there but in one spot there was kind of like a deep fissure, or some sort of, you know, a crack, a, a dip, and it got a full kazayat worth of dough in there, then you have to actually get rid of that dough, destroy it, it's considered food, and it's problematic. But if not, let's say it's just a tiny, tiny bit, we say it's batel bimi it's nullified, because it's just so small in a larger vessel, it's really nothing. V'chein the Indian Tuma. Now, this has implications for Tuma also. Tuma would go that if something tame. uh Tummy piece of meat or insect or whatnot, uh, were to touch it. So if, it's interesting, if the dough is considered so small that it's part of the vessel, then the entire vessel is now tummy. But if the dough is considered separate from the vessel because there's so much of it, there's a kezai worth, then the dough becomes tummy, but the vessel does not because the tummy thing didn't touch the vessel, it only touched the dough, which we're now saying is not part of the vessel. Now, that's the sort of requisite size. However, there are, there are, um, Exceptions, If someone is, is makpid, they're they're careful about it, they're particular, meaning they're saying, I don't want that dough to be there, then it's already considered not a part of the larger vessel. And in fact, it would only become tame and other things wouldn't. And, and and you have to get rid of it, even though it's a small amount, because you had in mind that I don't intend to leave it there. Let's say you say the opposite. I really want the dough to stay there, even if it's a... Uh, a um, um, you know, even it's a larger amount. So what you're saying is, it's really part of the larger trough. And thus, if the the trough, if the if the dough becomes tame, the whole vessel, the whole trough becomes tame, and also it's now considered part of the vessel. But say kheirish. Now we move on to something else. Kheirish um, is literally deaf mute. It's quiet or silent dough. So what's happening here is that usually if there's a dough, it will rise. We add some yeast to it, whatever, it got some warm water, so it will rise. And then if you whack it, it will like make a sound uh, because that shows you it's, it's already inflating, it's leavening, etc. But sometimes you have a dough that doesn't do anything. Like it didn't really go anywhere. And we don't know, is this a totally failed Chametz process, meaning it, it didn't leaven, in which case it would technically be okay. Or, no, it just kind of didn't leaven much, but it's still chametz. So, that's what's called a silent dough, because if you touch it, it, does, it doesn't make a sound when you give it a whack. So, We say, let's say you made another dough at the same time, uh, something similar to it, and it did rise. We're going to assume this one did also, but let's say they didn't. Maybe the yeast was truly inactive yeast and none of them rose. We're just going to assume the whole thing was a bust and none of these are actually chametz. Again, I don't recommend doing this at home on Pesach, but you get the idea.